Wait, we're was here. I supposed to record the first half? <laughs> we're back. We're still here. We're together. Part two of our finale coming up next. Welcome to Verse Chorus Verse, part two of the finale. I am DL. With me is Sven Beer Cooler Knutson. Mm. Sven, how are you tonight? I have a beer cooler. And let's see. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what do I have in it? Beer? I have, is it beer? Okay, it's a combination of PBR and Full Gold. Freshly Hop Hazy IPA. Crux Brewery. A crux fermentation project. Oh my. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, I have I've got a cool I'm doing good. Also with us tonight is Evil. How many Van Halen shirts do you own, Jimmy? Enough. All of them? You own enough? Enough. Well, no. There you go. Never enough. Uh, you caught me. You blew it. <laughs> um also with us is and it's funny because she mentioned it in the last episode. It's Rachel. Are we out of the woods yet? Polio. Are we out of the woods? Rachel, are we out of how the you woods doing thus far? I'm out? good. Let's fucking do this. We've come to the end of season one. We are doing part two. Womogian. We need to do a drunk assessment. Mm. Spend. Yeah. Scale of one to ten. Where are you at? Uh, what's one and what's ten? One's completely dead fucking woke up sober, haven't drank in three I'm days. I'm not there. Ten is I have been chugging. I don't know. I haven't been chugging anything. So probably like a, like a five? I'm going to say a seven. Uh, Rachel. Okay. <laughs> Hi. What's up? Where you at? I'm great. I could probably legally drive and be fine. My metabolism is so fast. I'm sorry. That's false. There I mean, you go. Are you kidding? <laughs> kind of ruining the... The VCV image here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's do some shots. Evil, where are you at? A three. A three. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you answer that question. I feel like I'm a solid seven. And we're going to keep going. It's going to get better. You know why? Because in this episode, we're doing samesies. Samesies Ooh. is when if you have any of the same answers, you're going to take a shot together. Shot, yeah. Shot, shot, and we shot, also shot, played shot, a little shot. game at the beginning where if you can guess the other person's favorite albums of the year, two on the five, uh, you can make them drink. It's going to, there are going to be shots taken. <laughs> Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Shots fired. (laughs) Sven, what did you feel about the first leg of the episode? Do you do you feel good about it? I feel like I got to like a five. That's it. So a nine. Uh, uh, yeah, no, first like Evil yeah, is partying in person with us. Everything you hoped it would be. You guys are a living, breathing Andrew WK. Oh wow! Wait. Which version? <laughs> yeah. The right one. Okay. Because yeah. he's pretty straight edge until he walks onto that stage. Oh, <laughs> totally. He's very like, and he's, he's depressing his shit in his later life. Uh, Rachel. David. We need to get you a drink. What do you got, buddy? You want oh. some PBR? Not at all, but sure. Oh, I, have P- I have PBR. <laughs> Can we have yeah, PBR? No, but also, yes. <laughs> she needs a drink. This is silly. We're, we're, this is silly. We're the finale, and she's sober. PB. This is just kind of disgusting. Did you know that Mulligans is in the top five? I heard that. Three. Yeah, three. You want to be exact. Are they number three? 
uh-huh. in the nation. You know who used to work at Mulligan's? Uh, my Vincenzo? Good, my good friend Vince Polio. What are we drinking now? Well, Rachel is drinking a Peeber. Peeber. Okay. With local artists. Yep. Voice artists. Ashley, Ashley. Dreyfus. Yep. Evil and I are drinking the McAllen. A the 12 McAllen. year. 12 year. I'm it, empty. What am I supposed to drink? Well, you're supposed to share the Peeber. I can barely taste that. Um, is that it? Are you out of beer? Uh, yeah. What, you gave me your last beer? Well, yeah. You failed you with the beer cooler. We were at a break. We could have gone downstairs and got some seven? cocktails. Huh? I think they're probably closed. I'm good. At 11.52 on a Saturday? Wow, we failed on the alcohol plant. <laughs> there's a half. More I'm feeling good, though. Close to a half pint of Fireball left. Yeah, there's still Fireball. That's what we're doing. We are ending season one. We're going to take a break, regroup, find some liquor. We'll be right back. What? Are we? Woman? We are. Uh, We are back. Well, you give me the look. (laughs) (laughs) You're watering down your liquor. Um, We are going to get to the official rankings. This is the let's not fuck around anymore shit here. (laughs) Last episode was the touchy feelies and the this is the he got got felt. I just sat here. (laughs) Please edit that out. You make me edit everything out unless you say it. Your humor changes when the mic comes on. I'm just saying. <laughs> Rachel. David. We're, we're starting this off here. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Who is your breakout artist of the year? 2021. It's a three-way pop tie, and I'm so sorry in advance for only That's choosing gross. pop artists. Ooh. I did a three-way tie, too. We have so much in common. Mine's better. Mm. Oh, shit. I have two artists that have been around for a minute, but just got so much better this year. And I have Little Nas X and Casey Musgraves. I feel like his album was better than last album and Casey Musgraves album was exponentially better than her other albums. There was so much more to it than any other album that she's put out before. And then <laughs> and then I have Willow Smith. Who knew that she could sing? Or I knew she could sing. I don't even sing. know I who the fuck that is. Put stuff out. Uh, that would be the daughter of Oh God, Jada Pinkett Smith <laughs> and Will Smith. I sent you the song the other day, and you listened to it. The, the one with Travis Barker is the drummer. Yeah. Well, it can't be bad. I was just real impressed. That's all. That's all I so got. So those are your breakouts. That's my three-way breakout tie. All right, Casey Musgraves, Evil. <laughs> what? Who's your breakout three-way? <clears throat> well, I did a yours, mine, and the truth. Oh, I like this. So the yours, which not not like the three of you yours, but the yours in general, I put Olivia Rodrigo because yeah, she That's killed it this year. Yeah, with sour. Can't knock the hustle. The mine, my personal breakout album, is a band. I think they are called Yearn. It's U R N E. The album is Serpent and Spirit. It's very mm. like Doom, Sludge, Corrosion of Conformity, Candlemass. Okay. It's on point for it's me. It's not like you. Yeah, I know. So that's <laughs> mine. But the truth is there's an artist who put out an album this year called For Free. His name's David Crosby. Hmm. I have not heard of him. <laughs> Meh. That's the best answer. That's the best and answer. that is the truth. That's the best answer. <laughs> Sven, who's your breakout artist of the year? Casey Musgroves was a contender. Yay! 
Orod, though, I think I'm going with mm-hmm. Olivia. That's what she looks like when yeah. she sings. It kind of. You do that very, very that well. Good. Thank you. Dave, what was yours? My breakout artist of the year was Paris, Texas. Oh, the... yeah. I listened to that. That's good. That's interesting. Underground duo yeah. rap group of Louis Pastel and Felix from Compton. They came out with two short albums this year, Boy Anonymous and Red Hand Akimbo. It's fucking unique. It's awesome. Their music videos kick fucking ass. They are going to do a bunch of really great shit. That is my breakout artist of the mm-hmm. year. They're going to go places. Now we are getting into the big things. We're going to talk about the worst albums of the year, albums, projects, whatever you want to say. We're going to talk about our favorite songs of the year, and then we're going to talk about our albums of the year. Before we do that, brief talk. I'll start with evil. What I found this year, and one of the reasons why I want to start next year, we are going to start doing a last season, what our tops and worst were and how wrong were we? Did you notice this year how much your mood over the year or where you are in life dictates what your favorites are? Does it dictate it? Yes. I'll expand on that. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I think the last year and a half, two years of the craziness the world has been through, I very much am a metalhead, which can be kind of dark at times. And the music in that genre can kind of dig into the darker, deeper parts of the psyche. And I think I've yeah. avoided that a little bit up until really researching for this episode of the podcast because I've been looking for more smiles and sunshine and happy stuff and more like kind of rock music and happier. And But I forget that sometimes the only way out is through and leaning into stuff can in many ways help you get through it. And so this episode was really fun for me for a couple of reasons. One, I found that the music that I've been listening to for the last several months has been old standards for me, bands that I'm used to, Mm -hmm. and then assignments for, for the podcast. And so it hasn't left a lot of room open for like new releases up until recently. The last few weeks I've been really going over like metal releases for 2021 and it's been interesting cathartic sometimes a little bit dark but in a good way mm-hmm. and so yeah, yeah for sure i think i've been affected by the state of the world in terms of the music that i've defaulted to when in reality diving into what i love has kind of helped me through it and i've found some absolutely amazing stuff. I think one of the questions you asked at the beginning of last episode, what has the podcast done for you in terms of like listening to music? And I've come full circle in that I love how I've had to expand the way I have to academically Mm. and systematically listen to stuff for the podcast. But I also have to kind of feed and pay attention to my own personal cravings for new music. I think it's kind of a poignant, cathartic way to end the season in that I've I've reconnected with that. Sven, mm-hmm. sort of the same question to you. Are there albums that you ended up loving or hating this year that you that you caught yourself thinking, if there was another time in my life, I would have fucking hated or loved this album? Ah. Mm-hmm. So maybe not like, like as 
extreme as like hated. Well, you, I, um, you're never going to hate anything. I know <laughs> <laughs> there are <laughs> things you just wait, like going over miseducation of Lauren Hill. I think oh. it was a for granted album when it came out for me. I knew about it, but it didn't have an impact. It wasn't something I really invested in. Mm-hmm. And then when we reviewed it for the podcast, the backstories, not just to the songs, but actually the relationships between Lauren Hill and our partners at the time Mm -hmm. and the industry in general, it was kind of like an awakening moment. Not that I always thought that the industry was, you know, awesome, pure, (laughs) pristine, you know, like there's, there's no way you, you know, that's not how it is. That album is a clear cut look into how it was really awesome to see an artist Instead of someone from the outside calling the industry out, the artists on the inside actually calling. Yeah. I think in general, too, just the process of listening to anything changed for me. So I think anything I listened to for the podcast was definitely at a different level than I normally would for my own listening purpose or enjoyment versus so. Rachel. Changing the question. A a little bit. A little bit. Emotionally, mood where you're at in life is obviously going to at least a little bit dictate what kind of music you're listening to. Mm -hmm. Do you think that your musical taste changed this year at all? I definitely expanded my musical taste and things that I like. I think that what has always motivated what I listen to and what has motivated me even more these past two years almost with, again, how the world sucks right now is putting on the happiest, poppiest stuff that I can find to boost my mood because... I'm not going to put on something if I'm in a bad mood to continue that mood. That's why, you know, I pull up the the Taylor Swift and the Blackpink and the pop bangers because that is the mood that I want to be in all the time because of the world. Chuck Mangione, man. Just listen to some Chuck Chuck Mangione. Mangione. (laughs) This guy and his Chuck. Deal. (laughs) Peace and tranquility, man. (laughs) All right. Let's get to everybody's WTF awards. What the? Uh Why do people like this awards? It can be anything. It can be a song. It can be an album. It can be an artist. Anything musical. I don't care. Let's go right back to Rachel. Rachel, name me number five of your five WTFs of 2021. Number five is Zayn Malik's album appropriately titled nobody is listening so zane is one of the gentlemen from one direction that broke out of that and started making his own music and this album was garbage any of you even know who that is sorry once you said one direction like i kind of the knots but yeah no (laughs) one direction not good who would have known harry styles is fantastic i would totally yeah harry styles I was in it. It was just evil. What's your number five on the WTF awards? The WTF goes to the look that 2013 Lord would be giving to 2021 Lord. (laughs) Ooh. She would be like, what is that person doing? And why does she have the same name as me? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll never be royals. (laughs) <laughs> Such a good answer. Sven, what is your number five on your WTF awards? Any of you guys heard of Eric Church? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand why people like Heart and Soul, his 2021 <laughs> album. I, I'm i an Eric Church. I like Eric Church. I think this was just not... I don't know why it ranks as high as it does on the country. Like, 
charts and that just confuses the hell out of me like, i don't know who that be every <laughs> everything i listen to is it feels hollow compared right. to everything he's done before eric church what the fuck uh, my number five hey sven yeah remember when we did most of an episode talking about ziggy stardust this guy that's like supposed to save the world the and alien comes down, he's and got he, this yeah. brilliant fucking music and he ends up losing his shit because he's he can't go Completely non-related anyway. Sorry. Uh-huh. I think I'm yeah. done with Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm right there with Yep. Donda was bad. <laughs> Kanye or Donda? Conda. Conda? <laughs> Rachel, what is your number four on the WTF list? Maroon 5. Just them as a band. That's in... Yeah. Everything sounds the same yeah. all the time. They're not evolving. They're not changing. They're just putting out the same fucking album repeatedly. Evil, what is your number four on the WTF? My number four was blank upright until this moment when I realized that I don't know why more people aren't listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Damn, you stole my number two. <laughs> Sven, what's your number four? Why do people like Eric Church's 2021? Because I'm sorry, it's the country charts. Like, this is not that hard. Like, I see Chris Stapleton up there. I said, I don't fucking understand this. Fucking amazing. Um, my number four, I am over at least for a while, the oversaturation of David Grohl. Are we going to defend the DGs right now? Is that what we're going to do? Yeah, I totally will. Medicine at Midnight? Yep. Yeah? No? You're going to have a fucking heart attack at the end of this episode then. (laughs) I might not. Um, (laughs) I know who's not taking shots then. Dave Grohl came out with two shit albums this year. And that is my WTF award. I Look, I love David Grohl. Who, how do you not love David Grohl? But look, it, it is an oversaturation right now. I need a little Grohl break. Breaksies? Yeah. Right back going around now, I will start with the number three of the WTF awards. I think the Greta Van Fleet conversation can officially end. <laughs> they want to be Led Zeppelin. They can't be Led Zeppelin. They try. They do it really, really badly. Their fucking second album is shittier than their first. Greta Van Fleet needs to go away. That's my number three. Svend, yeah. what is your number yeah, three? Yeah, you know, I think that you might... I, <laughs> I Did I just I'm Eric Church it. you I'm to Greta Van cha- Fleet? I'm going to change it from Eric Church <laughs> to Greta Van Fleet. You, you have a very valid point. I feel like that just needs to be stated again. Like, that's what they're doing, right? And like they're not they, good they will it. deny it. Oh, they will. They will deny it. Which makes it. it worse. We're not copying. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. At least just say, I like, this is like what we want to be. And two albums in, you're like, you're just doing the same fucking shit. Yeah. Just not as good. Not as good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Evil, what is your number three on the WTFs? Canadian rap music. <laughs> except for Drake. <laughs> yeah, except for Drake. Psych. I have fucking Did... Drake for number three. Really? Yes. Oh. Are you serious? Oops. Yes. You know what that means, right? 
What? Uh, shots. Drink. Ah, Wait, if we have the Both same us? Samesies. What? Uh, there's more shots on the way for me. All right. So I like pass. it. Do I get a pass because mine was like a change of mind? You get a pass because you have to drive, I think. <laughs> I think you get a pass for the I think you get a pass for the rest of the night. Cheers. Let's watch Rachel's face. It's my favorite thing. That was my number three. Let's go back around number. Motherfucker. Rachel, what is your number two? My number two, David. Do you have your shot glass ready? Oh, oh my. It was. Donda. 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 Do you want to switch? Cheers. Donda. Donda. Oh. Donda. Ugh. Evil, what's your number two, Donda? Certified lover boy. Motherfucker. No. Wait. Do we have to drink twice or just once? I just do. One. Wait, okay. who said Canadian? Me. <laughs> you, you fucked yourself. Yeah. I love it. Sven, what is your number two WTF? It's our church. <laughs> <laughs> our church. My number two is a combination of a couple of old loves that I feel like have gone to the wayside. That's what he said. <laughs> Number one is, and it's probably just going to be every year they come out with something in Weezer. Mm. Uh, okay, Human is a stupid fucking album. My other oldie and probably Dunny is Eminem. Uh, what? Music to be murdered by side B is fucking garbage. And when I went back and listened to it, we are an unlikely pair. Like two different Nike airs. Soulmates. <laughs> His lyrics have never been good. Oh, but then Creative. after but then after that song about him and the girl that he loves, there's the whole twenty seven seconds of him stabbing and murdering her. Right. And then he has the Imagine Dragons line. It's fucking bad. Hi. It's so bad. It had to happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number two. I will start. With my number one certified lover boy, this is the year that I found out. Oh, hey, Drake sucks. This is the year? I had never listened to Drake. Okay, that's I fine. really hadn't. Cheers. I don't know why I cracked it. <laughs> Drake is my WTF. Why? I don't understand that's it. That's fair. Sven, what's your number one? Right, it was going to be Drake. That was the only one fucking difference. I was oh. saying ah! number one. Drake, Drake, Drake. Ah! Evil. Drake. Cheers. Drake. Also Drake. All right. Rachel, what is your number one WTF of the year? My number one is Sven's best friend, Justin Bieber. At the beginning of his album, his new album, he sampled Martin Luther King. (laughs) With a quote saying, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And then... The Biebs said that. It was a bullshit love song. It had nothing to do with the song outside of some little white prick put Martin Luther King on his yeah. album. So, oh, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, that's so that. he's number one. Yeah, yeah, it's beyond. Sorry. I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, here we go. Let's stop fucking around. Let's talk about our favorite songs. Of 2021. Oh boy. Let's fucking do this. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I'm going to let you know that I very purposely did not involve any favorite songs that would have been on my top five favorite albums. Interesting. Yeah. If That's it's on odd. my favorite album list, it's not on my. I did the same thing. Hey, However, Maggots. I came up 
with a song for each of my favorite albums that I feel like if someone is interested in, I got gotcha. you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, except for albums. one song, which is on my favorite albums and favorite song. Cause I couldn't do, I could not do it. I, I know had what to. it is. Do you? Yeah, I think so. Drink, drink. I think you might be close, mm. but not it. I have a four way tie for number five. What? Yes. Cheat. It you can't do that. That's the worst. It is a cheat. Dirty. The song Lines Alone by the Gama Senin is an amazing song that you should listen to. If you happen to listen to Progress by Idols or West Hills by The Killers or Bailey Stock by The Foxy, <laughs> good job. That's my fifth favorite. Lines Alone, really great song by the Gama Senin. Rachel, what is your fifth favorite song of 2021? My fifth song is Industry Baby by Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. It makes me so happy, even though I hate that album. All right. But that makes me I just so happy. like some good jams. Yeah. Evil. Evil. Me? Yeah. What's your fifth favorite? That's your name. Just because I want people's heads to explode. I like it. Dad Vibes by Limp Biscuit. Jesus what? Christ. <laughs> Dad Vibes? You have reached Blackpink status. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I fully agree with the full rebranding of Limp Biscuit. I like what they're doing. I get it. I get it. It's, it's just smart. It is. It's dumb. It the is. new album is called Limp Biscuit. Still, still sucks. sucks. It's self-aware, it's, but it, being self-aware isn't always, that doesn't make it good. No, but it's good enough for me. That's what she said. <laughs> Sven, That's what it takes. what is your fifth favorite song of 2021? Sven's David. number five was disqualified. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. David, what's your number four? My number four. It's a four-way tie. That was the only one I'm doing. It's a, a seven-way tie. There are <laughs> some thoughts that should Never. Running and Walking by Modest Mouse. Grew on me the more I listened. Amazing song off of a not so amazing album. Sven, back over to you. What is your number four favorite song of 2021? Got my peaches. From out in Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know. Fair. Bieber. hey Peaches. Maggots. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go presidents in there. <laughs> Anything about Peaches, man. Evil, what is your fourth favorite song of 2021? Hunter's Moon by Ghost. Oh. Wow. That okay. song's fucking awesome. Ghost, when they're on, I love Agreed. Them. When they're off, just go away. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. honestly. It's softcore. It's Red Shoe Diaries metal. <laughs> it's Showtime metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when they're good, when they when oh, they hit, I love man. Ghost. Oh, I, my I, God. It's so good. And Ghost this, is this, on my running mix. This song is, it is right there. Rachel, what's your fourth favorite song of 2021? I don't know if anyone has heard this. A song called Money by Lisa from Blackpink. She started out her solo stuff. It's a really good. You picked me out for that? 
Because you've heard of Blackpink and you've heard Blackpink's music. I don't know if this accidentally made I didn't it way like keep up with them. You're Blackpink adjacent. Yes, there's a possibility you've heard it. That's why okay. I said that. Not okay. that you would do it on purpose. So that's it. That's it. That's number four. All right. Let's get to the number three. Right back to Rachel. Whoa. Number three, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Hey, That one slaps. All right. Oh. It slaps. Evil. My number three is it came out was like I think this week. He likes some Adele. Oh. Same. It's titled In a Universe Where Adams Sing by the band Cynic. Which is one of my favorite bands. That's his three. Yeah, that's my three. Zach Brown. We're all in the same boat. Mm. Is anybody yeah. to check and make sure that's 2021? <laughs> <laughs> check. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, the comeback. I know it's off the comeback, which came out this year. Good old Zachy Brown. Zach Brown, man. As far as I've heard, the fight's still on. The line's not cut, and the whale's not gone. Yeah. Makes his regular call to encourage the captain, crew, and all. Soon may the weatherman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tongue is done, we'll take our leave and go. Soon the fucking well-earned. The well-earned call. That That's song. Awesome. That That's song's fair. fucking amazing. Yes. I've listened to it a hundred times. I love it every time. Well done. See what I did there? Well. Yeah, because it has well. the well Weller. Weller. And Weller it's the Weller man. You like me some days. Some hours. Let's go back around <laughs> some minutes. Number two, for me, because either you want it or you don't, so come and get it or leave me alone. It's Either You Want It by Royal Blood. Song's Whoa. the shit. Really listen to the song Either You Want It by Royal Blood. It's a fucking doo-wop song done in a Queens of the Stone Age fashion. That song is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's goddamn amazing. And that is my number two. Sven, what is your second favorite song of 2021? You're going to hate me because you should be dancing. <laughs> by the d g's because the, the, the one that they did write on that album i kind of like from their other album it might be coming up i'm gonna probably say something about it okay <laughs> probably evil what's your second favorite song of 2021 my number two is a song called roots below by as i lay dying is about as close as you can get to Unearth without being unearthed. It's it's a single, I think it's from a yet to be released album. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So the album hasn't come out yet. They haven't put out a full album yet. Gotcha. As They Lay Dying is an it's an interesting band because the lead singer went to prison because he hired a hitman to kill his ex-wife and served some time. And I'm like, yes. you know what? I didn't listen to As I Lay Dying while I was in prison. I'm like, that guy was the dude served his time. And now they're back exactly. doing their thing. I'm like, all right, I'll listen to him now. And it's fucking great. Sure. Rachel, what's your two bag? Okay, so you just said, as I lay dying, and I was like, yay, I totally know. No, that's a Faulkner. It's Faulkner. That's they Faulkner. were named after Faulkner. Yep, 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 yep. Because I was like, I have something to relate to evil about musically. 
I don't. <laughs> My number two for the year is Transparent Toll by uh, Willow Smith, which is great. Love so, Willow Smith. Slow clapping that, huh? Thank you. For the gentleman in the back. David, what's your um, number two? I did my number two. What's your number one? Pay attention for once. Rachel. <laughs> You're going all out of order. It's very No, easy. I'm going like this. It's actually very fair. What is your favorite song back and of forth 2021? Forever. Donda by Kanye. What? She is lying like a fucking lying sack of lies. JK. My number one is Good Wife by Casey Musgraves. And she won the mm. first spot wow. for mm-hmm. for her story and lyric writing. Whoa. But also got some negative points for autotune because autotune is ridiculous. Awesome. I don't know that she used oh, it in a way that I like. You want to fight about autotune? Yeah. Let's do it. I will. <laughs> Evil, Evil what's your favorite song of 2021? Oh, I have a story behind this one. Hey, All right. As I was like putting this list together, it evolved greatly like i don't even think that the top five that i have today is even close to what i put down initially Mm -hmm. this song kept climbing up the ranks until it became number one for a number of reasons so it is the pretty reckless only love can save me now featuring kim thale and matt cameron from soundgarden okay here's why it became my number one song i had heard the song when the album came out I like the Pretty Reckless. They're fine. They're a good modern rock band. Taylor Momsen's great singer. She does everything that you need to have to be a, a woman for a rock. Yeah. I like a Heaven Knows. That song's fucking awesome. This song in particular really stuck with me because of Kim Thale and Matt Cameron. I'm researching for this episode. I found out that the Pretty Reckless were the opening band for Soundgarden hmm. on the last night of the tour in which Chris Cornell actually committed suicide. And Taylor Momsen was one of the last people to speak to Chris Cornell. That is insane. Before he committed suicide. After that show, Soundgarden was done with that leg of the tour, obviously. Pretty Reckless went on. They were going to like headline and do some other shows. And she was so wrecked over everything that they like canceled the rest of the tour And shortly after that, their producer, who was like one of her best friends, died in a motorcycle accident. Oh, my God. There was a Chris Cornell benefit show in early 2019 that featured members of Soundgarden, members of Audio Slave. I like watched some videos where she sang, I think, Rusty Cage. She sang a couple other Soundgarden tunes with Soundgarden playing and was like one of the best performers at that. This band has a deep connection to Soundgarden. There's an emotional healing going on here. And like that song just kept moving up and up and up. That girl is amazing. And Soundgarden's amazing. And I'm like, she's been asked in multiple interviews, hey, if if they came and asked you to do like an album with them, would you? And she's like, I would do anything they'd ask me to do. And I'm like, that would be better than what's his face in front of Allison Chains, the dude that Stone Temple Pilots have who sounds like Scott Weiland. It would be so much better than either of those in so many ways. I'm all for it. And finally, I'm like, okay, that's it. That's that's my top song for the year. And that's what wow. we have in common. It's yeah. pretty reckless. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what's your number one, Sven? Na, 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 na. Is it really? No, yeah, yeah. Wow. Making a fire. Something right. about it from the first. I know. I know. As a foo, as a foo fan, even amongst foo fans, it's not the favorite foo fighters. Not quite. A lot of people are like what the fuck? <laughs> not quite. <laughs> There's something about that though that 
I didn't like it the first time I heard it, but it caught my attention the very first time I heard it. It grew on me. I don't know. I just grew. I something about it. Something about that like choir esque backup vocals. Slowly fell in love with it. It's my number one All from right. this year. Damn, Gina. Whoa, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. <laughs> my number one. Lord, seeing me swerve. Do this to my loved ones. I've got some nerve. Don't think I'm not sorry. See, it seems I'll never learn. I won't stop till I crash and burn. Tell my mom I'm sorry. Tequila Shots by Kid Cudi. Hmm. Oh. This song very much speaks to me. It's just a me style song. That's my favorite song of the year, believe it or not. Right. Little Kid Cudi. I, and hopefully them too, will have a a Spotify mix. Yeah. Album and oh. song of the year Spotify mixes for people to get on to. Oh, you can do it. It's going to be fun. Wait. Look, <laughs> we're going to take a break and we are going to come back and we are going to talk about our top five albums of the year. are back shit's getting real so i poured shots for everybody because i feel like i feel like we might have got at least one right on every single one or maybe we did. any maybe. of it if any of us guessed um, evils maybe not we're gonna talk about our top five albums of 2021 uh before we do that i want to give props to some indie albums that we covered this year in tonight by pure nonsense good job mark kowal making your own album you did you done did it carrie from wild as the wind that's a great album you know carrie i mean look at the people you got to do your album um she knows it uh gama senin amazing project super good and then of course uh how alex henry foster's standing under the bright lights those are great i'm really glad we got to cover them and every artist that reached out this year thank you it was really fun to play your music. Loved it. Keep reaching out. We will happily promote the shit out of your stuff as long as we like it. And yeah, let's get going. Let's do our fucking top five albums of 2021, motherfuckers. Woo! Anybody have an honorable mention? No. Yes. Evil, what's your honorable mention? Uh, Spirit Adrift is my honorable mention because it is an EP. It's, no. It doesn't qualify. No. no. Spirit Adrift... Forge Your Future. It's a three-song EP. I love the band. They don't count for albums because it's a three-song EP. So it's metal. It's metal. Yeah, of course it's metal. You it's like me. metal? I like metal. <laughs> oh, okay. But Spirit of Drift, check them out. They're fucking great. It's like... My honorable mention, and it was on my top five until two days ago, is The Myth of the Happily Ever After by Biffy Clyro. Oh, yeah. If... Clyro's good. If there was an award for an amazing half an album, this would have been like number two. Cause the first half of this album is unbelievable. It's so good. Rachel. David. What is your fifth favorite album of 2021? Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Hey-oh. Whoa. Did you have that one for me? No. Did anybody? 
No. Mm-mm. All right. Did you, did you have it listed as one I of yours? List, I, first one I picked. Motherfucker. Have a drink. Yeah. I know I'm going to have more. Yeah. What are, what yeah. What are you? You are. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have more. <laughs> good job, Sven. So I just feel like she did. It was a really good debut album. It slapped, as one would say. I think it was written really well for a 17-year-old kid. I think I like the fact that it was obviously written for teenagers, but me, being 20 years older than a teenager, um, was still really into it. Widespread, well-liked album. So to put it on number five. Widespread and well-liked, that's for fucking sure. That's for fucking sure. Uh, Evil, what is your fifth favorite album of 2021? Uh, In the Court of the Dragon by Trivium. I also, parallel to my top five songs, because I picked from albums I didn't put on my top five albums. I have a corresponding song for each album. And it is the title track, which is the second track, In the Court of the Dragon. Nice. Uh, So if you want to check out that album, that's a good song to... If you're a metal fan in the modern era of metal, this song has something that you will like in it. They're great. Their last two, three releases have been super solid. Metal fans rejoice. Yes. (laughs) Evil has fulfilled you. Sven, what is your fifth favorite album of 2021? I have to follow up with a question. Is there an exception to the live album rule? I feel like that's a David rule for himself. No, I think you can do live... I feel like that's fair. Yeah, do live albums on the year of. I think that's okay. Sure. Because... John Coltrane did a live in Seattle that was oh nice freaking spectacular in oh, October. Man, it kind of came out of nowhere. Didn't even I know did about it. Even, yeah, it wasn't even on my radar, and I don't know how I caught it until this month. So I was like even like three weeks late on realizing it. I love Supreme live in Seattle. John Coltrane. Good job. I like um, it. Yeah. yeah. My fifth favorite album of 2021, and boy, has it fucked me up over the last couple weeks, <laughs> is Sinner Get Ready by Lingua Ignota. Yeah. Drink. Saw that coming. Bitches. Well, you just <laughs> bitch, I guess. I just drew a picture of the album cover. Yeah, it's like you saw me buy it yesterday <laughs> or something. That was today. She, I mean, she never beat. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ, literally. It's a good album. This is like a coal miner Appalachian, like 1900s German Baptist. The entire album, it's haunting. I have woken up in the middle of the night over the last week or two and been like, I need to listen to this. It's fucked me up. I don't know if it's the best album I've heard in years or terrible. I can't figure it out. <laughs> I'm really I'm really excited for next year when we do our what was I thinking episode where this is either I'm either going to say one of two things. Why was I talking about this or this is the best album by far of 2021. That is my number 5 Lingua Ignota's Sinner Get Ready. So I will uh, start number four and we'll go back around. My fourth 
favorite album of 2021 is Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator. Mm. There are some shit songs on here, but this is maybe the best rap album I've heard since Kids See Ghosts. It's unreal. Corso being by far my favorite track on the album. It is amazing. It's very Compton style rap. This is as political as I'll get on this podcast, which isn't much. But the song Manifesto, which is basically a point to, you know, virtual signaling tweet head white women telling rappers to use their position to express feelings towards certain things it is such an amazing pointed rap great album that's a great song brilliant stuff tyler the creator good job sven what's your fourth favorite album of 2021 mogwai as the love continues that i can't believe how much love mogwai got mogwai yeah it's all because of you it totally threw me off i'm thrown bro off it's a good album though, right? It's, it's, it's so good, good. Album, right? Like, I, yeah. <laughs> Glasgow. <laughs> yeah, fucking Scottish. And I already did Biffy Clyro. Dude, Scotland represent. Evil, what is your fourth favorite album of 2021? Uh, Gojira, Fortitude. I, I know like, that album. Yeah, they're good. I'm not going to get any right. Gojira has a hard time doing anything wrong for me. That's a good so, album. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to read, but Renner Evil, Seahorse is G. Well done, I will drink my shot. My tracks for my top five albums probably all outrank my top five favorite songs. Mm. I think the opening track, Born for One Thing, is amazing on that album. So here we go. Over the lips, through the gums. Fireball. I I remember that track. The drums start doing this ride thing. Yes. The guitar is doing this hide, and the bass is still walking. French metal, man. It's Come good. On. Drum guitar brother duos. Gojira. We're going to have to have Pantera, a bitch episode. So Van Halen. Come on. I'm going to get drum guitar brother duos. Uh, Rachel, what's your fourth favorite album of 2021? And why do you look disappointed? About um, it? I'm just disappointed that I can never guess what evil's thinking. I just want to get one right. Number four, I picked for myself. If I can't have love, I want power by Halsey. Really? Good album. Very well produced. I should, Agreed. I should, I should have done Fantastic. That mm-hmm. Didn't know I liked Nine Inch Nails. I really wanted that album brought up in the 2021 episode. Well, there you go. Did it. Loved it. Number that four. was. How did I miss that? Well, you weren't you around. You weren't on that episode. Uh, but it was. But it was shocking. The whole thing is produced by Atticus and uh, Trent. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It was. It's it is. Really good. It, 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 it fights uh, with itself at times. Thank you. But yes. it's also brilliant in other places. 
Like I was mowing my lawn listening to it. And I just like stop. I'm like, feel yeah. like nine inch nails are involved here. Oh, they are. Oh, okay. They are. Oh, very. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rachel. Yes, sir. What's up, girl? I'm just hanging out. You know how it is. What's your third favorite album of 2021? Okay, this is out of left field. Josie's on a vacation. Oh, wait. No. That's <laughs> the <sorry>. outfield. That's <laughs> outfield. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is Inside by Bo Burnham. Oh, that is whoa! Comedy songs, but it was. Have you listened to that or seen the? No. It was so poignant for this time. I have heard amazing things. Yeah, ditto. So good. It takes such dark thoughts about this time period and laughs at them. It's so depressing. Like I didn't feel good after I was done listening to it. Like emotionally. Okay. <laughs> All right. Comedy. Dark. Dark comedy. Right. <laughs> Evil, what's your third favorite album? My third favorite album is Coherence by Bellacore. That's a made up name. <laughs> That's not a real band. Bellacore? Bellacore. That's like B-E apostrophe. Lord of the Rings. Lacore. Yeah, it, is. it really is. Australian metal band. Uh, mm. Track I recommend to scope it is the track number four. It's called Valence. It's fucking great. Sven, what's your third favorite album of 2021? Zach Brown. <laughs> the comeback. <laughs> Zach Brown. Did not see that coming. You see these guys live, you'll fall in love. Seriously. So it's a live thing. No, it's a good yeah, album, no, too. Hey, we've talked album. about this. Listen to their song that Chris Cornell sang on. I'm not... Zach, Zach Brown, I don't know. He, he, there's something about... like He's on a country label. He's... Pigeonholed into the whole country thing, but it's uh, broader it's, than that. It's way broader than that. He jams. I guess like most of his like studio tracks probably fit country more than any other uh, the genre. But I love the artist. Nice. My third favorite album of 2021 is Typhoons by Royal Blood. Mm. Drink, drink. <laughs> it's gone. But yeah. But I'm going to cross that one off. Cause... As far as what albums did I listen to most <laughs> in 2021, it is by far Typhoons. You so name good. me a song on Typhoons, I can quote it. I can say the favorite part. of it. I know Typhoons back and forth. It's fun as fuck. It's amazingly well done. Yep. That is my number three. My number two is this band called Gojira. <gasps> <laughs> really? And it's Fortitude. Really? My second favorite. I was favor- so happy about this. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. My second favorite album of 2021. So we did a quick fire review. Yeah. And we did Gojira. And I was like, I think I like this. I need to. Have you do listened more. to them much? I have now. Dude, that um, band is fucking amazing. This album is born for my metal taste. It is completely lyrically driven. Would you say it's born for one thing? Well done. (laughs) It's it's lyrically driven metal. All the songs get stuck in my head. The chant thing, every week that song, I wake up with that song in my head.
all built off harmonization and this brilliant oh, guitar work. God, I'm so happy right now. That album is a fucking masterclass in songwriting. Yeah, Gorgira, Fortitude. That's my <sighs> second favorite album, 2021. Oh, man. Evil, friend, Sven. What's your second favorite <laughs> album of 2021? My fall buddy. Fall buddy. We're on number two? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rod Sour. Oh. Me too. Me drink too. Twice. <laughs> drink twice. Drink all the time. Three drinks for Sven. Rodrigo. Yeah. You, man, you really, yeah, you dug that shit. I did. Good. She was in one of the quick fires, right? Like that yeah. album came yeah. up in the, in the you, quick fire. That was the only two thumbs up you gave that yeah. whole episode. It was a, did I give yeah. it a two thumbs up at the beginning? You did. I did you it? Were, you were a big fan. Yeah. The more I listen, the more like, I don't know, there's well, something. Up, yeah. yeah. Hope she keeps. I enjoy it. In our the promo where we had the kids do all their like favorite oh. stuff, yours my nine year old girl was like yeah. Olivia Rodrigo Sour. I don't know if that's appropriate for you, but good on you for having that's good taste finish. in music, girl. Kids these days they have no one to look Could up to, so they're looking up to us. Evil, what's your second favorite album of two thousand twenty one? Oh, I feel like I'm gonna drink for this one. Typhoons, yeah, Royal Blood. You're gonna drink. My track is Boilermaker. That fucking song. So good. It's the best song. I, even though I gave my top five songs, Boilermaker is the best song. The problem year. is, is that... No, there's no problem. Well, <laughs> You're wrong. Is it a Royal Blood song, though? Or is it a Queens of the Stone Age song? Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's so good. But it is a fucking brilliant song. I agree. Song. Yeah. 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 Hey, Rachel. Yeah, let me just pop open this. Um, number two... Pressure Machine by The Killers. Mic nope. drop. I just love The Killers. I'm so angry. <laughs> My you guesses. You should have known. We should have picked that. That one was... I, I thought like I had a good guesses. One. These are good guesses. I better have your number one. What? what is, why? why? What's the love? I've repeated a she bajillion times. No. They did such a good job of talking about their shitty lives, which you think you can only talk about in like one way, but they found so many different angles to approach... Why my life sucks. Okay. And I'm just like, yeah, good job. Way to elaborate. Right. Kind of want a shittier life now. Evil. <laughs> we all have a really good album. You could have a better album if you had a shittier life. Evil, what's your favorite album of 2021? I'm going to tie this to my top five. Carcass, Torn Arteries is my favorite album of the year. Head and shoulders above everything else. Is that adult contemporary? I, it's Michael Bolton adjacent. <laughs> I love the band Carcass. <laughs> so let me tie this into Taylor Momsen and that song from The Pretty Reckless. Mm -hmm. Carcass is a band who I fell in love with with their 1994 album, Heartwork, who featured on guitar Michael Amet. Michael Amet is now in Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy had a male singer for a while and then a female singer named Angela Gosso who married Michael Amet. She retired and became, the I think, the manager of the band. And so they're like, should we get another dude or should we get another girl? Well, we were like hugely successful with the chick fronting us and she was awesome. Let's get another girl. So they got another girl to front them and they're also awesome. I've been highly skeptical of female-led like metal and rock bands because I feel like it's a gimmick. Angela Gasso in Arch Enemy was amazing. Alyssa White Glues in Arch Enemy is amazing. Taylor Momsen and The Pretty Reckless is fucking amazing. And I wanted to front an album with okay. the Soundgarden crew. Let them do their thing. And the music, if it's good enough, it will be awesome. So Like it. Back to Carcass. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Torn Arteries is amazing. <laughs> 
They're legends in the death metal scene. By far the, my favorite album. Rachel, what were your evil picks? My evil picks were Sinjutsu. That's just it, just that one. I just thought he put that five times. Um, and then Detroit Stories. I don't know. I felt like that was the Alice Cooper. No. 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 I didn't know. <laughs> I just looked at honestly, no. hand to God, just looked up metal and was like, oh, uh, it's not fair who's... to ask me metal. It's not. Ben, what were your evil picks? Well, the, the Gojira. Yeah. And then I, good job. I kind of thought Mastodon. Mastodon almost made my top Wait. five songs list. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. What were your top picks for? My top picks for Evil Baron Von Bielski. I love stuff on that album. When I found out that Devin Townsend yeah. did shit on it, I was that like, "That track is amazing." I'm so hurt that you weren't. It's an inconsistent album. What about Epic Omega? Okay. <laughs> I Maybe I don't have a full feel on what's up. <laughs> Svend. My number one? What's your number one? You have to ask. Well, I guess obviously, because you just did. Medicine yeah. at Midnight. Yes! I got it. All right. Me too. We guessed exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how we did that. Well, I mean, if you go back and listen to the, the episode, I was shocked at first, but I think it was the music I needed, and Foo Fighters actually Ooh. did it. I honestly, in 2021, didn't want to listen to anything serious. I didn't want to listen to somebody's fucking life story. Just give me a dance album. <laughs> That's And fair. the thing is, I... they didn't just give me a dance album. They gave me a Foo Fighters dance okay. album, which was fucking better than a dance album. It was just good. Like, I could drive around and feel good. Okay. That's good. Rachel, what were your two picks for Sven Knudsen's um, albums? I had Sour and I had Medicine at Midnight. Yeah. So I had... Fucking Abra. I did too. For real. Awfully smug. Evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had Sour. I didn't yeah. have a second one. But I put... <laughs> I put down Bright Green Field by the band Squid because it was a really interesting album that I had no idea what to do with, but it was awesome. So You're just I just trying to drop shit. Yeah. You're just dropping shit. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Bright Green Field. Rachel, what was your favorite album of 2021? My favorite album of 2021 was Starcrossed by Casey Musgraves. Drake. Bah, 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 bah. Nice. Good job, guys. 17 <laughs> times she's done this and we didn't get a fucking live shot that album's fucking terrible why did you like that album so much <laughs> well as i explained in the last episode well episode before last episode what i said then and what i'll repeat now is it had a story to it and i appreciated that and it was so different from the other stuff that she's done before and it very similar to the killers in where there was a storyline it was about her divorce and like the different reasons for it happening and how she felt about it. And it was, every song was different in that way. And I appreciated the album. Rachel, what two albums did you pick for me? That's how the I episode had, <laughs> I had this one already. And then I had a bunch of options that I crossed out and then I put Mogwai. Wait, before everybody talked about it? Yeah. I don't know. I just knew wow. I liked it. What about you, Evil? Uh, uh, typhoons and the Mogwai album. That was my, that was, that's the, yep. 
what he said. Duplicate. My favorite album of 2021 was Mogwai. Well, ah! As the Love Continues. <laughs> Holy got, shit. I got to. We know two, you. Mogwai. To know you is to love you. Wow. I guess it's just because it was like the, so good. the very first quick fire. It's a good album. <laughs> hey Sorry. I battled so badly with the top five, except for the number one. <laughs> Immediately was like, well, you it's, just asked it's us. fucking Mogwai. That's insane to me. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's able to read my notes or something? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> it's, it's like we talk to you on yeah, a regular we, basis. Yeah, we do. We actually We're all friends, David. I don't know if it was the text where you said, hey, have you heard the Mogwai album? Or the one where you said you should really listen to the Mogwai album. <laughs> or maybe there's the one that's like, have you listened to the Mogwai album yet? <laughs> it was one of those. Or during the episode where you gushed about Mogwai. Or when you pointed at the Mogwai album behind you. The, yes. I invented this new cocktail. It's called the Mogwai. <laughs> there are no bad concepts. It's a lesson in patience, space, timing. There's no crazy solos or anything mm -hmm. in it it's a reminder that you know like true songs they don't need to be fancy they don't need to be chaotic if you write good songs that build melody you're gonna create a good album and yeah. that is my favorite album of this year i don't think i'm gonna regret picking it no. uh no sure <laughs> did it all of the glasses on the table are empty and you but nobody picked chuck uh, mangione uh, you sneaky son of a bitch i mean why didn't you pick the varen bon von b it's not the best album <laughs> good pronunciation that's the end of season one we are done like dinner it's late it's tomorrow actually it's tomorrow <laughs> does this mean that it's season two it's no. <laughs> this has been great we love everybody I love most of you. Yes. Jimmy. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> I'll love you for Jimmy. You're so nice. I can't express how grateful I am to anybody that's listening. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that I got to do this, and I can't believe that more than like fucking 12 people listen to this. It's fucking crazy. Join us in the off season. We're not done, everybody. We're not leaving. We're not taking weeks off. We're not doing anything like that. There's going to be an off season, so don't you worry. And then there's going to be a season two. I feel you like know. we all should have had like this collective, like, aww, mm. slave driver. Uh, goodbye to the people. Bye. Hi. No, bye. <laughs> no, I'm Sven. <laughs> Say goodbye. Good night and good luck. Have right. some fun. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I.